Welcome to Conversations on the Move by the NUS PSS podcast team. I am Beverly and I'm Joey and let's get rolling. Today we'll be playing a game about the myths about mental health. So the first question is, since I have no mental illness, I am mentally healthy too. Okay, Bev, are you ready? Okay, so we're going to guess whether it's a myth or a fact, right? Yes. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Myth. Yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> okay this is pretty obvious lah. I mean, it's pretty like, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so why is that so though? Um, okay, so I think mental illness and mentally healthy is often um, misconceived to be the same thing. Yeah, but they're actually on two different continuums. Spectrums, yeah. yeah, that's right. Like, people say that, you know, those with mental illness is like mental health. Then they just equate it the same. Yeah. But actually, mental health is like a paradigm of its own, right? Mm. Like health, like well-being and all that. Yeah, so it's it's a little different from having an illness. It's like saying, you are okay, if you talk about physical health and whether you are physically ill, mm. so you want to keep healthy, but doesn't mean that you are unhealthy equals to you are sick. With yes. an illness, mm. yeah. I guess maybe an example would be a bit clearer. So, the example I have for you today is being in a depressed mood versus having depression. Mm. So, they might sound quite similar, but they are not actually the same. So, being in a depressed mood, right, might be quite common nowadays, especially when COVID just started and everything seems so gloomy and bleak, right? True, like, you true. know, circuit breaker, you couldn't go out, I couldn't go see my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, the and isolation, then, yes. Although, although now things are getting better, right, with mm-hmm. phase 3 coming along and the vaccine and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But maybe something else more relatable to depict a depressed mood would be like, example, you have, you studied really hard for these finals mm. and then you have a good feeling about it, you know, because you study really hard and you think that you know all the concepts. But you, you go into grade book, right? Okay, it's not really a final, like final quiz. And then you see that you fail there. Like, you, you'll probably be in such a depressed mood for a couple of days, which is so understandable, you Mm. know, you study so hard for that and it'll be like a roller coaster of emotions and comparing that to depression, which actually has a lot of different forms where, you know, some people lose interest in the things that they used to love Mm -hmm. or like maybe they have no appetite to eat, Mm. Mm. no appetite to eat all the time or like they overeat. That's true. Mm. So changes and to original behavior, which is quite drastic and sustained, yeah, right? Yeah, and it's very distressing for them, and it it could like affect their daily functions and stuff. Mm. So, if for the formality of the two terms of mental health and mental illness, right, being in a depressed mood will show that one could be mentally unhealthy in the continuum. Although this is debatable, right? Because, you know, we have to process our emotions. Mm -hmm. So being sad is completely reasonable. And it doesn't mean that you're mentally ill. Yeah, I get Mm. what you mean. Like, um, I guess it's something that there is more official um, clinical um, Mm. stats and all that. And proper... What's that word? Diagnosis, yes. Yeah, like, example, we're using the DSM-5. They have to meet, like, five out of nine criteria Mm. and stuff like that. And with that, then we have to say that, you know, even now that we know mental illness and mental health is on different spectrums, Mm. we also need to know uh, that taking care of our mental health becomes very important then. Because Mm. it is not just about, 
avoiding the illness, mm. but making sure that you so-called exercise so that you're mentally healthy. Yes. Yeah. I think I think from here on, on just a disclaimer, mental illness and mental disorder would now be referred as mental health conditions. Just that because it's a less stigmatizing label. Mm. And just like physical conditions, right? We don't go around calling diabetes a physical disorder, right? We mm. just see that it's a phys- it's a physical health condition. Yeah. And I think we can also think about in the importance of um, taking care of our mental health in a sense that, you know, we tend to have physical illness when we are our immune is low or we have not been very healthy, we haven't been exercising, mm. etc. Our diet's not good. Mm. So translating this into the mental health uh, uh, spectrum, uh, yeah, <laughs> the region, yes, it, it's the same thing. So if we don't, constantly do things to make sure that we are mentally healthy mm. we stand a greater chance of uh, having mental health conditions mm. so therefore the importance of taking care of mental health and not just avoiding a mental illness or mental health condition yeah with that maybe we try the second myth mm, or fact sure. okay Okay, so let me read that. The mental health problems that young people go through are just ups and downs in life. It is not of great concern. This sounds like an Asian parent thing, but okay. <laughs> Already one, Asian, not Asian. Yeah, okay. One, two, three. Myth. Yes. Okay, I think that's really <laughs> obvious. I think in our society nowadays, we like to say that, uh, ah, yeah, this thing, it's just a phase. Um... You yeah, like they're, to, uh, yeah, yeah, their personality not strong enough, right? Like strawberry you generation. See last time we got war, World War Two and all, and yes. like no one had depression, right? Every, all of us just like suck it up and then continue working to put like food on our table mm, and stuff mm, like mm. that. And then now it's like all oh, the strawberry generation, right? Correct, correct. So definitely, it is very important to address that this is not true, um, in a sense that. Um, there are real issues that, that people face that cannot just be uh, simply put off as uh, you are weak or mm. your character is just you're not able to take hardships. It's not that simple. Yeah, and I think it's important to recognise that we all have different stresses. Mm. Like last time in the past, yes, maybe it was important for them to suck it up. If not, they wouldn't have food on the table. They wouldn't have a roof on their head. Mm. But now, our stresses are so different. Like, look at this pandemic. True, <laughs> and, true. And now we're all stressing because of this pandemic, especially stressing about whether we'll have jobs in the future, mm. whether we'll even be able to earn money and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we may be influenced with society's mm. expectations of us and then we shirk it away. We might think that, oh, maybe I'm just uh, being too sensitive about this issue and mm. then you just shirk it aside, which please do not do that because um, uh, it is understandable to have certain stresses, to mm. feel uh, sad in a depressed state for a while, but... I think what's important is that we acknowledge we have these emotions and actively work to like better ourselves. Yes, it's like having a physical condition like diabetes, as I mentioned before. You can't be like, oh, I have diabetes. I'll just eat less sugar. No, you have to go to a doctor, get your insulin jabs and stuff like that. So like moving like similarly for mental health, it's not... It's not always that you can just like, oh, I'm just going to um, reflect on myself and then I'll be good. Mm. No, you have to, sometimes when the problem is so severe, you have to go seek for the help. Yeah. 
I think also to note, um, it is true that certain stresses or certain down periods mm. may lead to mental health problems. Mm. Like, uh, like in a sense that it is more likely that when um, things are um, going very chaotically mm-hmm. or not so smooth sailing, that, that is the period that we have to even be more aware of our mental health yes. state. Because we are likely to yeah, um, develop a mental health condition. Yeah. I don't know if you have noticed, but you know, during high periods of stress, that's mm. exactly when you'll, be, you'll fall sick. You'll start having the flu. You'll be coughing all night. Yeah. yeah <laughs> right. Flu season, yes. Yeah, so it is just as important to take care of your mental health like your physical health. Mm. Okay, maybe we move on to the third myth before... We bother <laughs> Yes. Okay, so moving on to the third myth, right? Mm. Anyone could be vulnerable to mental distress, including individuals who are resilient and tough. Okay, Beth, you ready? Mm. Three, two, one. Myth. True. Excuse you, Beth? <laughs> uh, I mean, I thought the reason people confirm no problem. <laughs> you are a pure student supporter. You know better than this. <laughs> okay. okay. Jokes aside. So... It is true that anyone could be vulnerable to mental distress, including individuals who are resilient and tough. So, like, individuals who are resilient and tough, right, you might have the misconception that, oh, because, you know, they're, like, mentally strong, right, so they can bounce back really easily. That's why they're resilient. So they wouldn't have any problems with mental health conditions, right? Mm. But that's false. It's like saying that um, someone is immune to the flu, which is, like, almost impossible. Okay, I get what you mean now. So it's like, we we cannot... Okay, actually, the thing is that people who are resilient and tough, this is like a spectrum thing. No one is 100% resilient. So So to say that you... Like those people who appear stronger not may not have a problem is also a huge assumption. And actually, these are the people that we might need to watch out for more. Yeah. Because they may always be putting on a stronger front. They may be so used to um, overcoming their problems. Correct. Mm. Overcoming their problems by themselves that they don't share with others. Yeah. And sometimes as friends, if we know of other people who are so independent like that, it's good that we check in with them mm. once in a while. Yeah. Or it could be the other way. Like maybe they have found something that works for them. Maybe they have mm. a self-care routine that helps them with their mental health. And that's really good as well. True. Right? Yeah. So it's not so much that they do not, uh, will not ever be in a mental distress. Mm. Or, yeah, it's just that maybe certain people have developed certain methods, better coping strategies, and they're used to doing that already. Mm, mm. Yeah, but then again, they need to be constantly aware of their mental health state and to take care of it. There's mm. still an active step that yes. needs to be done. Yeah. I think with that, we maybe can just talk a bit on where do you think these myths come about? Like, why do people have these myths in the first place? Mm. I guess maybe like, you know, social media, the TV and stuff like that. Maybe they'll be like, oh, depicting a, a person with mental health condition that they are very harmful like yeah, they are danger scary, to society right? yeah. which definitely may not be the case mm. I think whenever we watch the media scroll to Instagram social media etc we need to be discerning mm. um, I think the best thing is to also fact check you know nowadays with all the fake news yeah, yeah <laughs> mental health issues may not be very accurate 
in their portrayal outside. Mm. So we need to really seek professional um uh what professional advice Heart or how they say you know. yeah, etc. I think also the thing about mental health conditions is that they're very mm. silent. It's like a hidden condition, if yes. you Because it's not the case that everyone shows that they have a mental health condition. Let's say, like, depression, for example. Mm. You might see, like, you know, so many stars are committing suicide mm. now, yes, right? Yes, yes. And maybe let me just talk about talk about one star that I was particularly fond of. Mm-hmm. Um, Kim Jong-un, if you know, from Shiny. He was, like, my... Number one bias when I was in primary school. <laughs> but wow. today is actually his death anniversary. Oh. Um, he's been dead for three years and no one could tell that he had depression. Really, it was... Sometimes it's like the happiest person on the world is like the loneliest one. And mm. they're actually all suffering in silence. So it is... To me, it's really important that you check out on your friends one every now and then, even mm. though they look fine. So it's not like always the case that, oh, she looks kind of sad. Maybe I should check on, on her now. Like maybe sometimes that's like too late already. Mm, okay. Yeah, and I think um, sometimes when we let society's expectations um, cloud our judgment, we become unable to discern about what really matters and what's important. Mm. So I would advise everyone out there to... Um, understand more in this area because the education that it is provided is does not focus a lot mm. on mental health and sometimes when we neglect this area then yeah things yeah. things happen yes so i think with that what would you suggest to people trying to understand more of mental health Join PSS uh, DYOS. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you're interested, right? NUS has this um, design your own module program, DYOM for short, for peer students supporters. Basically, you'll be learning skills about peer helping. You'll be learning peer helping skills, mm. and then um, if you're interested, you'll be then uh, invited to join the PSS club. Mm. Mm. And I think a good start will be you listening to this podcast. So <laughs> thank you out there for listening to us. And with that, the next episode will be covering how is mental health relevant to me and where do I go from here on out. Thank you and goodbye. goodbye.